Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we want to talk about marriage problems and at what point do you talk to someone about marriage problems mm-hmm. and to whom? Yeah. So really important to think through at what point do I say something mm-hmm. and then when it's time to say something, who do I talk to? Yeah. Because you can really err on either side of this problem. On, on the one hand, you could uh, talk with too many people yeah. uh, about too many problems. Right. Or on the other hand, you could just put things under the rug, sweep them, sweep them under the rug, talk to too few people about your problems. Right. Yeah, this would be so great to identify like as early on in your marriage as possible. But if you're years in, you can always make the change. But to know when there's a big issue, a small issue, where do I go? Who do I talk to? How do I deal with it? That's good to think through because issues are going to come up. And, you know, you don't want to be like that teenage girl just sending a text to all her girlfriends because she's upset with her mom about something. You don't want to do that with your spouse. You don't want to just share it with everyone. Yeah. But then just when, post it. Just post just it on <laughs> social media. Let the world know. Just blast it out there. Yeah. Or sit on it for five years and right. then you know, show up with a laundry list of things that you've been mad about forever. Yikes. Yeah. So th- there are extreme ways to err. And um, we want to propose kind of a, an approach to saying something when the time is right to the right person. And this Definitely. is going to require wisdom and, you know, a case-by-case decision. But right. we think there's some principles that we can establish up front. Uh, and so the first principle is to share when you need help. <laughs> this is really, <laughs> really profound. <laughs> but let me explain what I mean by that. Yeah. Um, share when you need mm-hmm. help. So I'm, I laugh because it's a simple sentence, but yeah. it, it really, I think there's a lot there uh, in the sense that it's saying you, you shouldn't share if you don't actually need help. So only share when you need it. Yeah. And so what constitutes a need? And th- that's maybe complicated to define and it depends on each person. But look, if you are able to work through this and think through this and pray through this and uh, forgive and exercise, you know, godliness. Yeah. That's the right thing. You don't need to bring anyone else in. Yes. It's better if you don't. Yeah, it's better if you can handle the issues. If there's something between you and me, I can go to the Lord. I can spend some time in prayer. I can work on my part. I can talk to you about it. We are trying to resolve this issue. I don't need my girlfriends. I don't need anyone else to be a part of it. It's going to be better if it's just the two of us because then more ears and, and minds aren't involved and in getting perspectives and checking in. It, it can and muddy the making the, the issue bigger than it yes. needs to be and, and a drama. number of things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think this is really important because we're just acknowledging there are going to be times when your spouse does something that uh, bothers you or that constitutes a problem in your relationship Um and you're going to have to forgive them. You're going to have mm-hmm. to process through that. You're going to have to work through that. And this is something that is going to face your marriage this year, yes. uh, this month, right? like this season. Yeah. Yeah. But and you need to put the work into trying to get through it in a godly way, like sure. you're talking about with the forgiveness 
with the restoration. Yeah, and and there are some people that are just a lot more independent, than, mm-hmm. and, and there are others that are just a lot more dependent right. by nature. And right. so depending on where you fall on that spectrum might indicate whether you're the kind of person that shares too much with too many people yes. or shares too few with too, too little with too few people. Um, and so maybe know that about yourself. Yeah. Are you a highly dependent person, a clingy person, and you feel like you need to just get other people's approval on everything? Right. Well, maybe pause before you go and talk to someone about the next marriage problem. Yeah. If you're a super independent person and... You're like, I got this. No big deal. Yeah. I can handle it. Yeah. You might be the type of person who just lets things pile up maybe mm-hmm. when you should get some help. Yeah. And maybe to that person, we could add that, you know, don't let pride stop you from getting help when you need it. Um, you, you might think, I've got this. I don't need any help. Mm-hmm. I don't need anyone else to know about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure this out on my own. Okay. Well, if you keep saying that and it keeps being a problem, right. then at some point you have to acknowledge, I, I need help here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that keeps people from maybe going to a counselor or going to a trusted godly person and saying there's an issue because it's like, I don't want to seem like I can't handle it. And you know, that's a huge temptation or we, we don't want to seem like we can't figure out this marriage thing. It's like, I've got this, you know, and, and the dependence is on you. So I think that if you have that tendency, it's true. I might have that tendency of like, I got this. I can handle this. No big deal, you know. So I think I could err on the side of I don't need help because I want to get through it myself. I want to figure it out. And I think you also need to be careful, you meaning not just you, the but you. All, all people. The you, yeah. Um, to not let fear prevent you from getting help right. when you need it. It right. could be that it's not pride that's keeping you back. It could it could very well be the case that you're afraid of what the person might think of you or mm-hmm. what might happen as a result. Maybe you're embarrassed. Yeah. Um, you might just be sinfully motivated by fear and just sit on your problems. Yeah, and I've seen this with like, I don't know, somebody who wants to present their family as the picture perfect family where everything's going well and you know we ha- everything's great and you'll find out later on there's major issues, underlying issues and They've just really wanted to appear in a certain way. And they've been afraid to come out and say, you know what, everything isn't right. I, I don't want to go to someone and have to admit, like, there's a big problem here and I need the help. It's, it's that fear that can definitely keep you, keep your mouth shut about something that maybe you do need the assistance of a godly person or the body of Christ so we can come alongside one another. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, we need to help each other in our relationship, but there are going to be moments maybe mm-hmm. in our relationship where we need the help of someone else to yeah. just speak wisdom into our uh, situation, to offer guidance, to offer counsel. It's, yeah. it's wise for us to do so. Yeah. And um, we really should seek out the counsel of other people at, at a point uh, when we need it. And that point really should be before it escalates into a bigger blow up major situation. Yeah. And I just add that on because there are often instances where people wait and wait and wait to share something until it explodes. And then it's like, all right, well, before it was maybe counseling or just help about one minor issue, but now it's, it is a major deal. Yeah. And, um, and at that point, people are like, all right, I need help. 
Yeah. It's like we've gone so far. Yeah. And it's true. You need help at that point and you should go get help. But I think maybe we're trying to say there could be a couple steps before the blow up situation right. where you could acknowledge we, we need some help here. Yeah. We need an outside perspective to help us. Yeah. That's so good. So I don't know how well that answers the question. It's kind of ambiguous. <laughs> we said, when do you talk to someone? And our answer so far was, is when you need it. Yeah. <laughs> when you need help. Yeah. So. I think there's one more element to it. Maybe okay. that helps. Is um, I, I think, too, we want to make sure before we reach out to other people that we have put in the effort ourselves first. And that's what I see is I'll see a wife reaching out, you know, I've got some, some issue with my husband and, and my question is like, so what have you been doing about it? And it's kind of like, oh, have, have you been praying about this or have you been memorizing scripture about your part of the problem? Have you had a really good conversation? And it's often no, no, and no. And it's like, so they, they see there's an issue, but they haven't really put in the effort first. And I think to then go and include me, I'm thinking, well, it sounds like you. Try again. Yeah, yeah, come back if you've tried these things. Um, because often if you go to the Word and you're reading about this issue and you're asking God to show you guidance, you're praying, then you're talking to your spouse, you know, when you're calm and you've had this time of like preparing your heart, then I think that the issues may be resolved easier if you're prepared, if you've put in the effort. If you've just said, I don't like this, what should I do? Well, I, I'm not sure that that's the right time to go just tell a friend or any listening ear. Yeah, and that really leads into the next point, which is who do you talk to? Is it any listening ear? Or, that's what the world would say. <laughs> or Yeah, I, I, we want to suggest that you should talk to someone who can help you? Yeah. <laughs> so really complex uh, deep, advice. Deep points <laughs> that we want you to grab onto. Get help when you need it. Uh huh. With by with someone who, <laughs> who can <will> help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can define that. I, I like the simplicity because we can define it more. Yeah, yeah. So who can help? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just I think I almost think of who can't help first, right? Any listening ear, any random person, any text conversation, I would say is probably not the best way to just share. I don't, I mean, some may be a text to someone, you know, let's talk about this later, but it's not that you're just spreading out this problem amongst anyone. I would also say family, I think is not some, well, I, I don't know. I mean, for, for me, I think sometimes my parents may not be the best people because they're on my side. You know, I like can do no wrong in their minds. And so I don't know if I need to go to my mom or my dad and say, what would you do about this in our marriage? I don't really know that that's the best way. I mean, maybe it could be. It depends on your parents. But I think often that that might be difficult. So those are maybe the who might not be helpful so who would, would well, be helpful? Well, and maybe before we answer that, I think it's important to say that your motive matters. Yes. And when you yeah. go to when you go to talk talk to someone, whether it's family or whoever, right? Um, someone who can help. Your your motivation in talking to that person really will answer the question of whether or not it's going to help solve the problem. Yeah. Um, 
If your motivation is mm-hmm. to just air unload, yeah, dirty laundry and, yeah. and unload or just vent or whatever, right. guess what? You're not talking to them in an effort to get help. Right. You're talking to them in an effort to feel better. Yeah. By be either just venting or boosting yourself because right. you're putting your spouse down or Getting whatever. Getting people on your side. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that's not the recipe for getting help. Yeah. Um, so talk to someone who can point you to God's word. Right. Point to someone who is willing to show you where you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Point to someone who cares about you and is going to follow up with you and see it through to the end. Yeah, that second one's hard. Go to someone who will say to you, what's your problem in this issue? That's a hard one, but such a good one. Because it's so tempting to think there's a problem. It's all on him. Look, he's the one doing the wrong thing. But to have some godly person in your life who can say, how are you involved? And like to really ask the questions of like, what's your problem? What's your part? That's so good because then you are not just shifting all the blame to somebody else, but you're actually going to work forward, work through it. Right. And I usually ask that question in marriage counseling in the first session, like every time. Yeah. Just like, all right, so what are the problems? And then um, I I will usually follow up and for clarification and say, well, what, what are the problems that you can admit to? Yeah. What are the ways you have contributed to the problem? Right. Because you just gave me a long list of all the things that the other person's done. That's not the list I'm interested in. I want to hear the list of the things that you've done. So smart. Yeah. I try. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know your parents um, thought so little of me. No, they don't. It's not that. <laughs> it's just I know, like, I am, you know, the best. I think in you're, the totally, world. you're totally right. You are the best in the whole world. <laughs> in their minds. But in their minds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it depends. We've, we've talked about this at a really general level. Um, if, it's, if it's a problem that you have with me, then mm-hmm. you're right. Your parent, you, you probably shouldn't go to them. Right. Um, because there's a, an element of even reputation to keep in yes, mind. for sure. Um, but if it's a problem that maybe there's a conflict that we're having, it's, there's, a, there's a mutual problem among us, and it's yeah. not just some thing that I'm doing that's bothering you. Right. It could very well be the case that your parents could offer wise counsel. Yes, yes, they have. And yeah. then, or, you know, may, uh, really ideally a pastor at your church or a biblical counselor is the, yeah. a, a friend who loves the Lord and who loves you. And man, just talk to that person. Right. And um, start the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think a disclaimer in this, which is so good, is just to be careful that it doesn't turn to gossip or be, is gossip. Um, when you're going to some someone for help or multiple people at that point and that it's not something that you're just trying to slander or make your spouse look bad or put them down. I think that's just something to be careful of because I know it happens regularly. How do you know when it's gossip? When you're talking about someone else behind their back in a negative way, they've got no way to stand up for themselves. You're just throwing them down, saying it's all their their fault, and and there's nothing nothing constructive to be moving forward. Right. I think I think there's that kind of distinction there. Yeah, and that's where we can come back to our two guiding yeah. principles here. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're going to defend them. One is talk to someone when you need help. Right. And then two, talk to someone 
who can help. For sure. And that is really open-ended, but it also limits. It rules out Mm -hmm. a lot of mistakes you can make along the way. Yeah, that's good. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. All right. See ya.